All right, guys, I am here again for part dose of Ashley Scott from Scout Modern. How's Hello. it going? It's great. I'm so good. excited. Everybody freaking love that podcast, by the way. Also, my framer, um, Tara Gavin, who um, from On the Wall Framing, she uh -huh. even said something to you, but she yes, was, she like, reached out. Yeah, she was like, "Holy shit, this girl's awesome!" And I'm like, "I know, oh, I know." Sweet, <laughs> that's so nice. Okay, so for anybody who is just like maybe finding the podcast, this is your first episode, and you haven't like listened to all of them. If you want to hear more about Ashley's story, because she's new, or my okay, three years? How long? Three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. I consider well, myself still, of, still yeah, new. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I feel yeah. like three years feels long. I mean, no, it doesn't. But like, it's still like I feel so like a baby. But right, um, but, so much yeah. to learn. I know. Um, episode fifty-seven. She's gonna she shares like basically how she kind of started her business and all amazing mm -hmm. tips. But today, I thought we could talk about your process. And kind of what yeah. that looks like. And I feel like we touched a little bit about this when we chatted last time, but mm -hmm. let's get into like a real deep dive. Like let's, let's get into do it. the nitty gritties. So, <laughs> okay. And we're going to start from like client contacts you. So tell everybody what forms do, well, first of all, on your website, how do you drive people to contact you? Yeah. So, um, through the website, there is either, um, you know, you can send us a general message inquiry or, uh, preferred is that we have a client, uh, a new client questionnaire. So, um, from there, obviously we get to know a little bit about the client. Um, I think that this is super important even to get a handle on what someone's budget might be and timeline before you even have an initial discussion. Obviously you want to know if it's, um, a project that you're interested in. So that's yeah. where we start. Um, and I'll take that intake form in with me to a consultation. Um, but yeah, so, so through the website, uh, we have just a standard, um, I guess it's a, maybe it's a Google form or something that you set up through. I, I have a Squarespace website, so, yeah. um, it is set up through there, but any website, obviously you can get yourself set up with a form and, and I just think it's imperative. You, you've got to have that to start. You want, you want a little bit of background before you jump on a call with okay, someone. Okay, that, so that's the next step. So they fill out the form. Mm -hmm. Okay, let, your next step is you then email them and say, I got your form. I'd love to get on a call. Okay. Yeah, I either set up a call or I will just go ahead and go straight to uh, scheduling a consultation. And do you have like a template then? Okay, so let's pretend that you're doing the, it just feels right for some reason to go mm -hmm. So you just basically like have a, like make a template email that you say, I just got your form, did it like, what does that look like? Is it pretty much standard? And then yeah, they... it's basically, thanks so much for contacting us. Um, you know, we'd love to hear more about your project. If, if they have not already filled out the questionnaire, then that's where we include a link to the questionnaire. Yeah. Um, if we already have that information via the questionnaire, then we go right into either scheduling a phone call for me to get a little bit more information. Um, if I feel like it's needed or we go straight into, um, you know, setting it up a consultation, just putting it in the calendar and scheduling a time for me to get over and, and see the space. Cause that's what it's really, I mean, it's, I can't go anywhere until I've seen yeah. the space <laughs> unless it's an e-design. Right. And do you, do you uh, charge for consultations? You know, I've, I've really been back and forth on this. Um, um, you know, it kind of varies. I, I literally have gone back and forth. Um, as of recently, I am working with more 
um, I guess, high-end clients. I'm getting better budgets. So I know that, you know, if I take the risk and show up for an hour consultation and it lands me a big job, I'm going to make that money back anyway. So I have not been as of late charging for a consultation, but it's definitely something that I've done in the past. Yeah. 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 So what about you? I'm curious, actually. I do charge, but when yeah. I first started, I was doing like, it was a consultation. I was calling it, but it was an hour and it was not really like, we're going to like bang out some ideas. It was very much like collecting scope. And exactly. So I, and that's what I do. So yeah, yeah. It's, it is hard to call it a consultation because I'm not really giving away design ideas. I'm more getting my eyeballs on the space so that I can, um, appropriately determine like what I'm going to charge you and yeah, what the scope of work is, what the timeline is going to be just really kind of even just for me, it's beneficial to meet the client. Cause I want to know if this is someone that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can totally appreciate that. Cause I recently, I don't know if we talked about this, but I recently did have a consultation that was paid for. And then I had to be like, I sent a proposal and I had to be like, uh, this isn't going to work. And it is hard. Like it's really, really hard for sure. Yeah. Okay. So you do then the consultation and then after the consultation, you've collected the scope. Let's Mm -hmm. say you determine, yes, I think that this is going to be a thing. What are your next steps from there? So my next step would be to, um, put together a proposal and, and in that step, I'm, uh, you know, obviously listing out what the scope of work is, uh, on the proposal. And then I'm collecting a retainer, um, for my hours. And I think we've talked about this before. Well, we did talk about this last time, um, that I have a 10 hour minimum per room. And then that is literally could be, you know, just because of course, any, top to bottom design for a a room or for a space is going to require much more than 10 hours. But in the case that someone just needs like styling done, you know, maybe they have most of the pieces, but there's not really like a look. Um, then that's where I sort of protect myself and just make sure like I'm at least getting 10 hours out of it. Um, and so, yeah, so I'll put together a proposal. I'll shoot that over to them. I go ahead and attach my letter of agreement to that because I feel, um, well, once you've looked at my proposal and you see how much I'm charging, let's go ahead and get you to sign the contract and let's get it underway. I don't want to have, I guess, an extra step after they say, okay, yes. So I go ahead and include my proposal sometime, or I'm sorry, include my um, letter of agreement. Sometimes I'll include, you know, just a simple, um, I don't even want to call it a mood board because it's, it's way, way, way more dumbed down than that. It's maybe just like pulling together you know, if they've sent me a Pinterest link, maybe I'm pulling six images from the Pinterest link to sort of hone in on yeah. the style. Um, yep. So I'll include that. And then I'll also include um, with that same proposal, attach uh, the letter of agreement. I'll attach the wool clothes and I attach um, just a PDF that I have that lists out the steps to our, um, just the, our design steps. Right. Okay. So hopefully we're going to be okay. It was, um, you were cutting in and out there twice. So hopefully that'll be the last time that happens. So I'll keep you keep, um, I'll be on high alert, but okay, okay, cool. So people, so then, so let's say you do, let's say it was a 30 hour proposal. Let's just mm-hmm. say that was, let's say you, you, it was a room and you're like, I think it's be 30 hours. How much would you collect up front in that case? Well, if, if I think it's going to be 30 hours, I'm going to collect the 30 hours up front. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes. Yeah. And then I'll bill over that accordingly. But I take whatever I estimate my hours to be, I collect that full design fee retainer up front and then I let them know that, you know, anything outside of that will be will be billed for. Have you ever had a proposal where it's like I estimate it's a hundred hours? And then you collect uh, that in full? Uh a hundred hours, no, because that'd be that'd be a nice little payday, wouldn't it? Um <laughs> like I need a I mean I did because I done like a like I just did a new build like full house and it was fully like that many hours and Oh, that's wonderful. But it yeah. I mean it doesn't happen often. Let's, let's but on. yes, like anything, whatever I think that the hours are gonna be, even if it was a hundred hours, even if it was two hundred hours, I'm collecting my design fee up front. I do not work um without my design fee paid in full. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the way I do it, um, because I also don't like to, cause a hundred hours might be over the period of two months or three months. I don't even know, like depending on the phases, mm. cause that's mm -hmm. like the whole thing. So the way I, I like to do it is I don't like to get paid in like that far in advance because I then collect the money. I end up like, you know, doing my disbursements, like <laughs> and I, it's gone. And then all of a sudden I'm still, where I, so I like to time it in a way where I'm still like being paid before my hours happen. But like, yes, you know, I'm saying a hundred hours. I know that, you know, 50% of that happens in the first phase, but then I know phase three isn't going to happen for six months. So we're going to collect the phase three portion of that. That's the way I like to do it. Cause when I get the whole lump, like of that quantity at once, I'm like, yeah. I feel like it messes up. Do you feel up. less motivated or? It, it just messes up my, um, like my own personal cash flow. Because, Got it. Because it's like, it almost like throws me off. Like right now it's like, bah, 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 then, but I'm still working on it later. So later yeah. I might not be able to take on that other project to kind of, I don't know. It's my own like poor money management issues. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to the club. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I think, you know, obviously there's, there's many ways, um, that it could be done. I just have found for me, I like to know that I'm protected in that space that I'm, um, at least compensated for the minimum amount of hours that I determine it's going to take. Yeah. For sure. And then I can bill outside of that. And then of course, you know, anything I'm making on the, um, furniture sale yeah. sales as well. I have to look forward to as, as profit. For sure. Okay. So client signs on, they give you your retainer. The next step is like starting the project. So what are your phases? And like, have you introduced like the Kimberly Selden method into your um, process in, in your own way? Or what does that look like for you? Is that, what is the, Kim, what is that? She's the 15 steps. I'm going to say oh. that's a no then probably. So you came that's up with a no. Yeah. Which is all yeah. good. So I'm curious what you're, I'm what intrigued your and I've definitely like. heard, I'm intrigued and I've definitely, yeah. definitely have heard of her. Um, so our process, <laughs> as I'm you. like oh. searching, can you still hear me? I can totally hear you. I can't see you, but oh. okay. Okay. I'm just searching for my actual, um, processes doc. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. I like Design it. Process. So give me one mm -hmm. second. Totally. Uh, While you do that, I'm going to fill up my wine and I'll, I'll just edit this out later. You're having a glass of wine? Yeah, dude. It's been a long week. Yeehaw, man. girl. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, Friday. Like, it's, it's Yeah, exactly. Also, I've been really sick all week, so I haven't had any wine. I've had it too. 
I've had it too. Oh my gosh. That sounds so refreshing as I'm melting in my car. And yeah, it's, it's like, I, I've been sick. It's been an intense week. I haven't uh, felt like I should have one, even though I've wanted the wine. Yeah. I'm going to have, now. that sounds great. That um, sounds great. Yeah, no, I get, I've actually been sick this week as well. And I've had to stick little ones. And then the oh preschool has no. been closed the last two days and they're also closed Monday. It's a whole thing. Um, okay. So design process. Did you say school's closed? Well, they closed, they were closed early at noon yesterday and today because they're having like parent teacher meetings, which just at that point, it's like, well, I'm not even going to bother taking them. So I've been, you know, it's just a, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, It's a thing. <clears throat> but, um, it's a thing, but we get through it. Yeah. Um, they are actually with a friend right down the street right now, which is where I was heading back to, oh. get, <laughs> to get them. But, um, here I am just in okay. the middle of Hollywood doing a podcast. Um, okay. So design process. Yes. yes. Um, obviously I start with uh, a consultation, yeah. which, uh, as I'm actually looking at my PDF, it, um, our complimentary design consultation are offered to full service clientele. So, so the way that I've sort of done that in the past, cause I know I've, I've told you that I've, I've been a little all over the place with how I, how I go about the consultations. Um, how I have done that in the past is that I would charge a design consultation fee up front. And then if they moved forward with, um, you know, and they signed a contract with me, then I would just credit that consult fee towards their, yeah, towards, uh, just back to their account. However, now, like I said, now that I'm, I'm feeling like I'm working with more high end clients and I'm feeling like I'm meeting with people for the most part, like basically always, um, who, when I'm meeting with them, I, they already know that they want to work with me. So again, it's, it's less of a consultation and it's more of a, let's meet each other. Let's like, I need to get my eyeballs on the space. I need to grab some measurements. Um, and so I'm not really charging for those consultations. Um, after the consults, we get into the, obviously the proposal. So I send over uh, an agreement and collect the design fee. And then right from that, we go into concept and approval. So uh, about 10, 10 business days uh, is what I try for, which, um, you know, that's, starting to actually lengthen itself out even more as I'm becoming more and more busy. Yeah. Um, but I'll get them the mood board, the color scheme, just get an overall look and feel for the space um, and make sure that we're on the same page there. Mm -hmm. And once we're approved on with that, then we get into, um, you know, putting together the proposal for the specified items and like really honing in on the, the pieces that I'm going to use in the room. And then at that point I'm collecting a, at least a 50% retainer of their overall budget so that I can start purchasing immediately because I may find something, you know, I may uh, send you a mood board on a Monday and by Wednesday I'm out, you know, at a great shop or I'm, you know, somewhere online where I spend most of my life. Um, and I find something that I need to go ahead and purchase. So I, I like to, to have at least that 50% retainer of the purchasing budget so that I can get started in, in acquiring um, the items. Okay. I'm very intrigued right now. So your mood board, mm -hmm. can we, can you, um, okay, this is so stupid, but I like really struggle. I sound like a Valley girl there, but I really struggle. I with really the, struggle. Like, I like really struggle with, um, <laughs> I don't know why the mood boards and how literal they need to be. So like describe your mood board in the 10 business day portion, like later. 
Yeah, so typically I'm just giving a uh, 2D image or 2D, um, it's hard to even call it a layout, right? Because you're not like actually putting the, the items, you know, we're, we're talking 2D here. So, um, you know, maybe I'll pull in a rug and, and, and again, when I'm in the mood board phase, like this isn't, these items may not end up on the proposal. It might be, I might be just doing a Google image search for, you know, a beautiful vintage rug that has like a peach tone in it. And okay. so maybe I just Google image drop something into uh, my Photoshop file, or I also use pages a lot to create yep. my mood boards. Um, <clears throat> so I'll be just pulling in certain items, like so a rug, a chair, a dresser, this is all inspiration. I'm generally trying to select items that I truly, truly do want to see in the room. But there are cases where, you know, I pull in a rug off of Google images, and then it's, you have to do a little bit more of the work on the back end of now finding a rug that suits that aesthetic and is in with, you know, within the budget and within the uh, parameters of the size and all of that. But yeah, it's, it's typically just a 2d, uh, a mood board that's got showing the furniture pieces. You're from that able to see the color scheme, see some of the textures, all of that. Um, in certain cases, I will take, uh, you know, I'll have images of the space from my first consultation, which we may as well just call a walkthrough at this point. Yeah. Um, I think that that's actually probably more of an appropriate word. It's like an initial uh, walkthrough. But so in some cases, I will take like a straight on shot of a living room or a dining space. And then from that, I can drop that into Photoshop. And I am, you know, pretty handy with... Um, like I can build out a room in Photoshop from just bringing all the images in and using the skew and the warp yeah. and all of those fun tools that Photoshop has to offer. So in that case, you are getting to see a bit more of a 3D realistic version. Um, but there's no tried and true. Like it's, it's kind of what do I have to work with as far as photos of the space? How much time? You know, mm -hmm. if we're in a super time crunch, then you know, clearly the client's going to need to trust me to just, if I am showing them a simple 2D um, mood board that, you know, you've hired me for a reason, I can execute this, no problem. But like, I'm, I don't have hours and hours and hours to spend um, putting it into, you know, some great rendering. Yeah. 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 Like the, that, that, the digital presentation, um, it, I, you know, if we're on a time crunch, there's just, there's just no time for that. So it, that's where it, the, really the trust comes in of like, look, I get your vision. Um, I know where you want to take this and now you trust me and I execute it. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. So the, I trust your vision part, mm -hmm. where are you learning about their vision during the walkthrough or is there a, 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 a step where you're having like an inspiration conversation where they've given you something on that? Front. All of the above. Um, I definitely like on my initial, uh, on the client intake form on the questionnaire, uh, I do ask them to include a Pinterest link. Um, and I really, I really encourage them, even if they don't have a Pinterest board, um, to take a second and just set one up because, you know, someone can think that they want one style, but then they start pulling images and you're like, Oh, but see, this is, this is different <laughs> than what you're yeah. explaining. Um, so obviously we're visual by nature. Yeah. Um, so the more visual inspiration that you can give me, the better that I can then, um, deliver, uh, obviously, and just meeting them that, so that initial 
walkthrough um, is so important because I'm getting to see, you know, like who, who is this person? What do they look like? What are they, how do they dress? Like how, like what's even their body language, you know, are they more like chill and relaxed or are they kind of like uppity or, you know, like you can, I feel like pick up a lot on clients just from being around them for that hour. Um, sometimes they'll send me images. Maybe it's like one certain piece, um, that they really, really want in the room. And then I'm sort of, you know, crafting the space around that. And then other times I have clients more often than not, and also more appreciated than anything, um, that come to me and say, yeah, I just want it to be clean and modern and beautiful. And that's Dream. why I hire you. So, um, my, I just completed a project. Sorry, here's a dump truck. <laughs> I appreciate your awareness. <laughs> <laughs> so I just completed a project in downtown for a bachelor who was ugh, my favorite client to date. He was just so chill. Oh, um, dude, dude he, clients are the best. Dude, client, all the dudes. If yeah. you're a dude out there and you need yeah. an interior designer, please hit me up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're my favorite. Yeah. Um, he he ha- had given me a few in, um, images, actually. Um, but, but mostly he told me at the very beginning that he just, like, really trusted. He trusted me to do a good job. And, you know, I gave him one mood board in the very beginning, um, which I... I feel like I stuck to, cause you know, of course you, you'll show a client a mood board in the beginning, but then as you're getting into, um, uh, procuring the items and something's out of stock or, you know, like yeah. your vision just sort of slightly changes. Then of course I feel like, um, you know, like the, it, it's, uh, malleable over yes. the course of the design. And, and, and I feel like letting clients know too, that like that things do sort of change and shift as you're creative brain like really starts firing is important um but but yeah so he sort of just gave me free reign and was like yeah I I showed him an initial mood board he thought cool that looks good and uh that was it (laughs) okay so your mood boards I'm sorry like I'm drilling down so hard on this but you're are you, for example, like rugs, I totally get because you're like vintage. Are you also though, like, let's pretend it's a bedroom. Yes. Are you, the mood board consists of a, you're like, I'm proposing a vintage rug with a hint of like the blush or whatever you said. Mm-hmm. But here's like a specific um, bed, a specific and Yeah. Like yeah. from a trade resource, probably. Mostly. Or yeah. If you like. Or, or vintage or um, my, my thing now is I'm really trying to focus on working with um, small vendors. So I really want like these, um, I really want to work with people that have like a truly like artisanal touch um, to what they're doing. So that's, you know, Maybe you have a little bit less room um, for profit there, um, yeah. but, but creatively, I, you I, like that. Creatively, I like it, and um, on a like a, I don't know if soul is the right word, yeah. but there's some kind of level on which I, um, it's a, it's a, I love supporting other artists, you yes. know. So that's something I really am trying to um, focus on now more in my design. Uh, but yes, so I will like a. Um, uh, sorry, it's more um, like uh, bespoke too, right? Like so more bespoke, yeah. Like a dime a dozen room that you know yeah. we all you know as designers we follow each other and we're like that's mm-hmm. four hands, which is fine. Like hey man, that's like what I'm doing. But yeah, but, yeah. But I really do appreciate that. Are you good? 
It's hot in oh, there. I'm good. Yeah, if I if I happen to faint, just yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting, you guys, I'm sitting in my car, like in the middle of Hollywood. I was a bit late for the podcast, so just a little backstory that I'm like sweating yeah. in so my car you, right now. If you want to crack a window or something? Go for it. <laughs> it's like you're not supposed to leave like your children in cars with the windows rolled up. Maybe maybe not you either, right? <laughs> I have a tad bit of water left. Um, okay, I'll survive. I love. But yes, I, mean, I would say. I want to say, so I, I would say the, um, in my mood board that I first present, like what I'm showing the client is my, um, of what I've found so far in that, you know, 10 days, which of course, like, as like we're saying, like as the course of the project moves along, then maybe I find something like really great, like a, a piece that still works in that initial design, but it's like, oh no, but we have to have this credenza that I just found after we're two, three weeks into the project, because I just found it and it's so, so good. But, but typically I'm showing them what is my best case scenario of the overall mood and vibe of the room. I'm pulling in my sort of dream pieces because we can always pull it back. Like if I'm showing you, um, like I love, uh, I'm so obsessed right now with Worksteed is like a, um, a lighting company that I'm just obsessed with. And I just used, um, a couple of their pieces in, in my downtown project. Um, so maybe I'm pulling in like my dream scenario, like pieces that I've been eyeballing that I'm dying to use, but it's maybe at a higher price point. So I'm going to show client, here's my dream. And then if we need to pull it back, uh, because of budget, like I can still create this look for you, but I can tinker with it to accommodate your budget if I need to. Does that make sense? I, yeah. I am very, uh, fascinated with this right now. So. When, like, so when you're purchasing after they give you the green light shirt, I'm feeling terrible right now. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's all good. I'm fine. <laughs> oh my God. She's like trying to like not dehydrate herself and I'm drinking a bottle or a, uh, not a bottle. Like oh a no, glass I'm having wine. wine after this for sure. <laughs> um, so you, cause it's so interesting. Cause when I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. When you present the mood board, when you, you then just pull the trigger on a purchase when you're like, this is it. I love it. And they've also said a hundred, like what if they had said a hundred percent green light on what you did present as a mood board? Could in theory that be it? Or are Absolutely. you just trying to keep yourself more open because maybe in theory you presented the mood board, but maybe you're still kind of hoping to find something a little better. Yeah. I mean, look, it could, if, if they love every single thing and it, and, um, the only thing is that when I'm, when I'm, putting together an initial mood board, I'm not so focused on the budget. So like I said, I'm pulling in my dream items. Once I, once we're approved and you're like, hell yeah, that looks good. Okay, great. Now I'm going to start breaking that down. So you're like, oh, I said, hell yeah, that looks good. Cause hopefully that's the reaction. <laughs> um, but then I start breaking it down into the proposal. Now I'm, now I'm breaking it down the, the cost of the item, the lead time. Now we can see like how practical is it to, you know, bring in these lights that are going to be in uh, a 12 week lead time, um, that cost $4,000 each or whatever, or do I need to find a replacement, um, that's either better or that gives the same look, but fits better within the, uh, the project and how much room I have to sort of move around in it. Okay. 
And mm-hmm. so you, you were basically then you're collecting money to start purchasing, but when you yeah. collect money to start purchasing, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. that you have like 10, a hundred percent exact pieces approved. You're just like, yeah, we're giving you money. And they're saying like, when you, if you actually go off like the mood board, are you then saying, okay, this is the piece I found. Am I good to go? Yeah. Or are you just doing it? You know, it, it, that depends on the client. Um, because I, that wine looks so good right I'm now, so by sorry. the way. It's and your like skin shit. is, you're like slightly flushed, which looks just like really That's beautiful. because I don't like, feel right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good look. Um, that depends. It depends on the client because, um, that's, it's a personality thing. So I oh. have, and this is why, and this, you know, whatever, I'll just say it, but like, I kind of do like working a lot with guys because yeah. I feel like they, they, at the end of the day, they're a bit more concerned with, um, the bottom line. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I can like replace a dining table, uh, as long as it's within that budget, if I feel that it's going to make the space look better. Um, but then I have clients who I know that I need to sort of run everything past them just as a courtesy. Like, even if I know that they're going to say yes, I just, it, it, I think that that just comes down to knowing and understanding your client's personality and, and having an understanding for like what is going to work best for them and what's going to make them feel comfortable along the way. I mean, I I do work with a lot of people who are so busy that like, if I bugged them every time I had a, a, you know, a little change that I wanted to, I want to change the side table, you know, I think they would go absolutely cuckoo crazy because they don't have time to even care. Yeah. For sure. And the vendors that you're like, you're, that you really enjoy working with, um, do they have a return policy that helps get build, like make it feel okay to do it this way? Or is it, cause I know with some, trade only, it's like, we don't have that luxury a lot of the time. So I'm always yeah, like, oh, hell no, some, I'm not going to eat the cost of this. I mean, there's, oh my God, it says that my phone needs to cool down. That's hysterical. Oh no. Um, I know you, I did lose your gonna, face, but that's okay. I was saying, um, so some, some places, of course I can do returns, but a lot of times I'm, you know, buying vintage items. Um, yes. and so there's definitely been instances where maybe I buy something and even I change my mind on it or it's, you know, it's probably more often than not me changing my mind and like my client changing their mind. Um, but, uh, there's been times where I've had stuff? to eat it. Like a I just eat it. I hold it. Yeah. I hold it. I eat, I eat eat the cost until I find someone to sell it to. This podcast is supported by Ultralux Linens, and I feel like I want to say something different in this ad than previous ones. So I want to just share a little bit about Jacqueline. I have, I've probably over the last year and a half have had numerous conversations with Jacqueline, who is, in case you're wondering, who is Jacqueline? She's the owner of Ultralux Linens, and She's just, before we ever talked about sponsoring this, there was no ulterior motives, her trying to butter me up for any particular reason whatsoever, but she was always the most supportive woman, probably of anybody I've encountered in this industry. She was listening to my podcast because she's sincerely interested in, in, well, she's a designer herself, but also wanting to learn how she might be able to help other designers, you know, through Ultralux Linens or whatever that might look like. And she would always send me emails that were just super uplifting and just honestly got me at my core, just telling me that what I was doing was super helpful to the industry and that 
I had such a unique voice and that it was very authentic, not my voice, like, even though, yes, I have a weird voice, but just kind of my, what I was kind of doing and that I was really open and honest and all that. And it was just really encouraging for me. And I just, I got to say, I love other women who support other women. And I really do my best to do that as well. And so I just want to share that with you guys, because she's just a really awesome, amazing person. And Emily, who's also works, um, she supports Jacqueline in the showroom, has always been so nice and helpful in the showroom. So yeah, I wanted to start by saying that. I just think it's so important for women to support other women. And I think that is the best thing we can all do for each other. So amen to that. Thank you to Jacqueline for that. So guys, if you haven't, if you didn't already know, which you should, because you probably hopefully don't fast forward these ads, they have over 75 brands of fabric in their showroom. It's incredible. And they're really great at being able to pull what you might need. And um, I've said it once, I've said it twice, but you're going to get the exact same designer pricing that you'd get if you went direct. But the benefit here is that it's under one roof. You can go to one showroom. You can pull Kravit when you're looking at fabrics with your clients or Robert Allen or Fabricut, whatever that might be. You can do that all under one roof as opposed to having to go to multiple showrooms to do that. Also, if you don't even want to go, you can actually just shoot her an email and ask her for all the memo samples you want and they will come directly to your door. It's quite glorious if you ask me. I've also told you that they have furniture line there. They also have bedding, bath stuff. So they've got towels. You can actually design your own duvet covers if you need that. And the best part of all, guys, I just got my own drapes through Ultra Lux Linens and they are absolute pure perfection. They're still coming. They're not all done yet, but they have a workroom. And honestly, my very first set of drapes, which are my own here, I could not be happier and I'm actually going to be working with them again on my next project and truth be told for all of my projects with regards to drapery going forward. So guys, if you want to learn more, you can visit them in their showroom at the Toronto International Design Center, second floor, or you can visit their website, shoot them an email, ultraluxlinens.com. And lastly, find them on Instagram and go ahead and slide into her DMs and ask her any questions you have there. But you can get the process rolling. They work with anybody all around the country. Does not matter where you're located. They do it all the time and they are awesome. So go check them out. So yeah, we had some technical difficulties there. And it's been what, like Week. three weeks, I think at least. Some time has passed. <laughs> I listened back to where we left off and we are going to attempt to like continue where we left off. So, so yeah, the last question I asked you, well, first of all, I'm happy to say she's no longer in a car, uh, dying of heat. She's now like in the comfort of, I believe her home right? with a beanie, AKA a toque for you Canadians. Yep. So we are good this time. A new uh, season. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, the last question I asked was, do you use a receiver with all of the things? Yeah. So um, I have not been using a receiver as of lately, just because the clients that I've been working with lately, um, like my most recent ones, are not living in the home at the time. Oh, yeah. So I'm just having everything sent there. But in the case, if someone's living in their home, then yeah, definitely I'll use a receiver. Yeah. And so the people who are living in their home, is it because it's a new build or because they just moved out for a reno? Um, it, it would be if they're living in their home, it's just that they're, you know, living with what they have and they just want to change the design and then they're bringing me in. 
Right. And, but when you're having stuff delivered to the home, cause they're not living there at oh, the time. Oh, they're not living there. It's, where uh, are they? Um, yeah, they're just, they're not always that it's a new build, but that they're just getting ready to move. Like I have, um, you know, people that are in an apartment or in a home already, and then they've just rented something new or they have something. That Got moving. it. So when you're doing it that way, when you have it delivered to the house that's empty, are you there to receive it and inspect it? Or like who's kind of accepting the orders? Yeah, it's either me or an assistant um, that's there. But, and I try to schedule everything, you know, as best I can to arrive, you know, in clumps on the same day, as much as I can, just so I'm not here for everything. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's either me or someone from my team. Yeah. Do you do a lot of condo projects? Yeah. Yeah, I have. How do you find that with the elevator stuff? It's a bit of a hoop jumping type experience, eh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Just the buildings and the elevators, and then like um, there was the, a project that I had in downtown LA that you could, you know, only use the elevator during certain times. Yeah. Like you know, so yeah, it, there is a lot of hoop jumping, but I feel like that that's just the the city I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny, like, yeah, condos are kind of love-hate. There's things I love a lot about them, kind of like maybe I have the hallway where everything just kind of collects and I have that extra space that's kind of out of the way for a sec. Yeah, there's good things and bad things. There's a place where I know the truck can pull up easily to unload, but then I've had condo managers or whatever you want to call them be really, like, super taking their jobs too seriously, and it's like, you need to chill, bud. But um, anyway, that is what it is. Okay, so so yeah, the last thing we were talking about was you're buying a lot of vintage items. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you do the, do you do a final reveal? Like you're buying all the things, they're all showing up. Are they being placed where they need to go at that time? Or are you waiting yeah. to one specific day to like put it all together proper? Um, typically, so in the scenario where, uh, like someone's not living there or I'm having items sent directly to the house, then of course they're mostly being placed when they arrive. Um, it kind of, it honestly just kind of depends on the project. It's, there's no true tried and true method to my, um, madness with, with the installs, I guess. Yeah. And let's go back to actually when you collect the money for the, uh, purchasing. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't, I listened to only the last little bit of where we talked about, but are you collecting a full check for all of it? Is it always a check you collect? Uh, yeah, uh, we'll check or they can pay, you know, I use Ivy so they can pay via Ivy. Um, I'll, I'll collect a retainer. So it's at least 50% um, of the overall budget for purchasing. And if they pay via Ivy, do you mean like credit card? Mm-hmm. And do they pay a processing fee or no? Yeah. It's a, there's a, uh, what is it? I think maybe a 3% processing fee for credit card. Yeah. Do you find, um, how do people feel about that? I just don't even really give the option because I'm like, uh, you're going to have to pay a processing fee, but what do people feel about it generally? Um, I mean, if they have an issue with it, then they are more than welcome to write a check or, um, do a wire transfer. Right. Wire transfer has a small yeah that's like a day thing yeah if you got 30 grand worth of furnishings that's going to take a week to collect <laughs> granted if you collect a check sometimes it takes a week to clear so sure i mean yeah, yeah. And, okay, I, mean, I prefer a check you know yeah. but um and do you tell 
the whole check thing, are you telling clients at the beginning of the process how purchase, how you expect fee collecting money at yes. that phase? So, so that you know that by the time you get to that phase, that's actually feasible for a client. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So what do you tell them and when do you tell them that? For well, just part? when I go for the initial, what we've now changed, right. From a consult to yep. a walkthrough sort of check out the project. Um, at that time I go over my whole process with them and let them know how I, how I do business and, um, that, you know, I take my design fee up front and that the, uh, budget is the purchasing budgets collected a 50% retainer after we've got the approved sort of design plan aesthetic. <clears throat> right. Um, do you roll in, let's say you are using a receiver and obviously there's maybe some shipping involved. Do you roll into the purchasing fee and estimate for that stuff? Or do you just ask for that if, and when it happens? Uh, if, and when it happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So you are then you do, let's pretend you did the receiver. We're doing a project with a receiver. You're basically waiting for that last piece of furniture to show up and then you okay. schedule an install. What uh -huh. does that part look like for your process? Um, well, it would look like hopefully me installing within, you know, a one to two day period and then returning to do like the styling and you know, all the little accessories and stuff and then returning another day to photograph. Which is my okay. favorite. Yes. Do you pretty much photograph like pretty much? Yeah. Right away. Cause yeah. you know, yeah. 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 I try to get photos ASAP before they get in and start living in the homes. Although I do notice that like a lot of the clients I work with, they sort of keep everything essentially the same <laughs> like, yeah. like a museum I feel like like when I have returned that's uh, my favorite later. I know <laughs> when I go and I see my shelf styling the exact same way I'm like yes or, but the thing is is sometimes you know a cleaning lady will come in and move stuff and I'm like no you have to get them to take like take a picture and and yeah yeah to stay the same and well <laughs> it's funny because you're right it will be the same yeah quotes here but it's like well okay hold on I need to just like shift it over yeah. like you know our eye is like okay it's not overlapping quite right here but it is like essentially like you said the same but right. just we need to tweak a little bit a little yeah. yeah move this to like over a centimeter um okay let's get a little bit more granular on how many rooms do you typically install um it just depends on the project so i have sometimes where i'm literally i have projects where i do a one room design and okay. I, have, I have whole house design okay let's pretend we're doing three rooms mm -hmm. what would the installation for three like you know bedroom dining room living room let's call it mm -hmm. you were saying it would be maybe hopefully one to two days installation then come back for styling so can you walk me through and then art like walk me through the specifics of like what might happen in day one day two and have you already shopped and accessories or you're just waiting till the all the furniture's in to bring it sorry about that um okay so what I typically will start with is obviously bringing in like the bigger furniture pieces. So all the rugs, the beds, the dressers, credences, nightstands, all that stuff. That's what we would tackle on day one. Um, day two, you're getting more into the linens, the lighting, uh, and then hanging art um, as well. And then I would return to do the styling. So I like hold inventory and accessories as well. Okay. Because uh, a lot of times I'll shop for a project and it's almost more hassle to return 
you know, to CB2 or Target or West Elm or wherever um, when I know that I'm going to turn around and need accessories for the next project. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not storing like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of accessories, yeah. but I do have stuff. And then um, besides that, like gen generally I'll send my assistant out and that's, I'm to that point now where I'm not, it's not really worth my time to like spend going out and gathering accessories. I would rather just send my assistant to CB2 target, whatever. And I say, basically buy the store because whatever we don't use, I can return it or whatever I want to keep, I'll keep. And yeah. I think that just makes it easier for me. I'm putting it on a credit card anyway, so I'm not out any cash on that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, that just makes it easier for me. So I literally say, just go in and buy anything you think we might need for styling, go get it. Amazing that you got a girl that you and then I'll build the client for what yeah. we do use, obviously. Yeah. For sure, of course. Um, I had a question and I lost it. Oh, when you say linens, is that mainly bedding? Is there bed. something else that I might include in there? No, just the just bedding, just making the beds and get you know, getting uh like if there's my last place had shower curtains, which Yeah. Rare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I remember the last time I've I mean, I have shower curtains in my apartment, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I just thought, thought that was so rare and they were, had to be so long too. I don't know. Random, random. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> So it's so funny because, okay. I like that you're saying this now. So client would come home after day one and see the furniture. In. Sure. Yeah. 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 Then do you tell the client to leave for the day? Um, I prefer. Yes. And yeah, and, and so day one might be anyway, you know, because I'm doing well, some yeah, some some people are like don't like some people are like stay with moms or they might, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That happens sometimes. But um how long is how long are your days typically like this? Oh, I plan on being there an entire day. Like nine to five or nine to seven? Yeah, yeah. I mean it on it all, again all just depends on the project and the workflow or the workload, I guess. Um but I generally give myself, you know, like an eight hour day. Okay. And I like, okay, this is so good. Cause I want to like crank up the music and like we have yeah. fun, you know, yeah. I'm not just, it's not like a quiet process. Like we're how many of you are there having fun? Um, well it's, I have a handyman or two, um, that I'll have. And then it's generally just me and my assistant, me and assistant, handyman. And then on shoot days with my photographer, like that's just cra also crazy town because there's times where I'm literally styling up until like up. Like I, there's been times where I am styling one room as she shoots. Shoot yes. <laughs> and I also, I almost work better that way. There's some weird thing about like that pressure of like, yeah. that kind of gets my um, creativity. I don't know. There's something about her being there and, and <laughs> being annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can't, you're like, I can't second guess this. It's, I think I was talking to somebody else about this, but just the constraints help action, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. my constraint like, is that you need to be here in 15 minutes shooting this room. So I just need to do it and not try it 10 more times <laughs> to say that I got it perfect. And there's times that I've had my photographer like helping me out, like, you know, move things around or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, I think they all get involved in that in some way yeah. um, but I don't mean just like angling a pillow for the photo I mean like <laughs> um can you go hang that on the wall can you <laughs> yeah it's a little nuts sometimes but we have you know it's, yeah. it's kind of fun with it it's not like a snooze fest we're like 
it's it is honestly crazy town. <laughs> yes. And so, okay, you okay? So day one, furniture rugs come in. When has window treatments been installed? Um, that would usually be done before I bring like furniture in. I try I try to get that done. Yeah. So before or after, it's not really in the mix of you know bringing the furniture in when I'm installing. I prefer yeah. to do either before um, we start getting furniture in or or after. Okay, so day one, furniture and rugs and lamps. Day two, you said was uh, bedding. More of like bedding, lighting, yeah. And art, I think you said maybe day two. Mm -hmm. Love it. Day three is your styling. Yes. Okay. It's not exactly consecutive either. Oh, okay. It all depends on the project. Okay. All right, yeah. so my next question to you is this, and I hope, so let, three days like we're talking three rooms right that uh -huh. was three rooms let's yeah. call it each of those days potentially were about eight hours mm -hmm. so eight times three that's 24 hours yeah what's, what's your hourly rate um i have recently bumped it up to 200. well girl good for you okay so are we saying that you would bill at least at minimum forty eight hundred dollars for that at least how much did you say? Forty eight hundred. Absolutely. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Forty eight hundred. Forty eight hundred. Why can't I use my words right now? Forty eight hundred dollars <laughs> just for that phase alone. Yes. But I think we've talked what about. Is I, I typically try to um, estimate like what I think my minimum hours are going to be for a room. Mm -hmm. I try at my best to bill for that, um, like I said, up front and sort of try to stick to it. Like, unless things are like really spiraling out of control, then I'm not like crazy tracking my hours. I'm just, I'm, can you tell I'm a little bit scatterbrained? <laughs> no, 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 but okay. So you, you know, though, like, okay. So if it's $4,800 just for the final finishing touches, which is a outstanding, I don't think I've ever, I should be charging that, but I, it's always so hard for me at that phase of the project. Mm -hmm. But okay, so you did three rooms, you did the design, you purchased. So can we, can we estimate how many rooms, how, many, how much would it have potentially been for the first phase of that potentially? Uh, three rooms, I would say at, okay, so we're saying what, a full furnish, like the room is empty. Um, I would say probably 15 to 20 hours per room at minimum that I'm billing for. Okay, I'm just doing some math. Wait, including installation? That, yeah, I'm, I'm typically estimating my install. You know, it kind of depends. Again, I'm sort of, I more like go in and look at a space and like think how much, how much time am I going to spend on the space, obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that does, I guess, include my installation. So 20 hours minimum per room um, is about right. What I okay. am billing at now. What is that math? 4, That's 000. like, to, uh, so 20 times three uh, times 200, 12,000, 12, take away 450 means 11. So before that installation phase, mm -hmm. bear with me here, divided by three, uh, okay, divided by 200. So that means each room before installation phase was about 20 hours. No, that didn't make any sort of sense. Hold on. This is not if I want to just iron out. For This helps me gauge. 
I feel like you might be a lot faster than I am. I hate math. <laughs> yeah, quick math's not our friend. You said on I average, you're saying my man when he's like taking 16. measurements and like trying to like get you know the photos <laughs> correctly. I'm like, are you doing math right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Screw some math. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. Words. Okay. Two hundred times twenty. Okay. My calculator's being a jerk. This is riveting podcasting right now. So just for context. Because if, if we're saying three days to install three rooms, that's $480 without the shopping. That's just like on-site time, right? And then you have your assistant. So it, if you back that out of the time, then that means it's about 12 hours per room in the design purchasing time. Yes, that sounds about right. Okay, well, you maybe are... More, maybe, maybe, more, maybe 15. Okay. Okay, so... All right. I'm like a 30 hours, 30 to 30. I mean, it depends on the project always. I mean, would you agree with like, I feel like there's some efficiencies sometimes when there's more rooms, right? So yeah. if you have less rooms, maybe that hour goes up maybe, or would you say it's, you would still say if I was only doing one room, would you still estimate 20 hours? Yeah. 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 I've noticed for me, like, just because there's efficiencies that, well, if I'm going to source fast. Minimum, though, again, like we're talking minimum. And also keep in mind, like, there's just so many factors to that. So it depends, you know, like how much work does the room need? Or am I specifying all the yeah. light fixtures? Am I, are we putting in, uh, like, a carpet? Are we doing wallpaper? Like, so I, like, all of these things I take into account. And it, I mean, it really is just like a by, um, by project basis. For sure. Everything. Um, my, and your assistant that you might have on the day of, is she billed out to them or that you just pay her from the money? I just pay her. Yeah. yeah. Fill it out. Got it. Um, maybe I should, but I don't. Well, even just roll in the estimate of her into your project if you're early on. As long okay. as I'm looking at a project and I know that I'm getting compensated, what I'd like to get compensated, then I, I feel okay. Now my handyman, I'm, of course, I'm definitely billing out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you do the accessorizing, mm -hmm. you, do you just accessorize and then you say, this is what it costs? Or do you kind of say, here's what I think it's going to cost to accessorize. And then you go I, mean, I can give like a rough estimate. Um, but I don't know. I think my clients have just been sort of easy to deal. Like they, well, <laughs> yeah. uh Oh, uh, no, I mean, I won't lie. They do sound great. <laughs> I'll style it and I'll shoot it how I want, how I feel that it should be done. And if there's some accessories that they don't want to pay for, then that's, you know, they can speak their mind on that and let me know. But for the most part, how back, I put yeah. it together is how they, they, they see it. They see it. And then you yeah. know, they want it. Yeah. 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 Um, which is great because you're not wasting a bunch of time trying to put numbers together and stuff. Like sometimes I like come up with right, like, yeah. line by line and I'm like, like bill out for accessories before I've gone in and styled and done my whole thing. It just does. It just would be working backwards for me. Yeah. Um, also I do find aside from one shite ass experience I'd recently had for holiday styling. Um, I rarely have once the clients see exactly how great it looks. Right. It's, well, it's, like, just, it's like the whole sales thing of putting something in someone's hand, right? Like, yeah. at a store, like you want them to touch it because yeah. there's that connection there. So once they've seen it, then it's like, ah, and that's how it should be. Yeah, exactly. You know, different for the most part. I mean, of course, there's always going to be the 
outliers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm glad that you do because otherwise I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? Yeah. Okay. So you have an, obviously an amazing portfolio. Do you have projects that are kind of like womp womp that just never are going to see the light of day? Uh, I've had a couple and I'll tell you the type of client that that is the one that wants to, um, do all the designing themselves. Mm, we love those guys. Yeah. Have you been able to spot that red flag early now? Like, do you kind of know what to look I for? have spotted it early, but it hasn't stopped me from proceeding. Yeah, um, it's hard. And, and now I've, you know, I've learned my lesson a couple of times, but, um, I've gotten much better at that. And like, I'm pretty intentional now about like in discerning about who I will take on as a client. Yeah. That's why I say, especially going on the walkthrough and just meeting them and getting in there and not necessarily charging for that consultation because it's almost, I'm interviewing them as well. Are you crazy? Yeah. Do <laughs> I like you? Do I like you? Do I want yeah. to spend time with you? Are you going to, you know, nitpick everything and like, I just like to get a, a feel. Um, but for the most part, I have like clients that I really, really enjoy working with. Yeah. How many clients do you juggle at once typically? It's like three or four projects at a time. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. That's similar yeah. to me. It's yeah. hard, right? I mean, it's hard to think about having more than that. Yeah. Sometimes. Until I can scale, um, which is what I'd really love to do. <laughs> <laughs> How's your shop doing? Did we talk about your shop last time or this time? Yeah, it's not like a big operation. It's yeah. just a little, you know, whatever. Um, but I enjoy it. And I've always, I've always, like literally since I was, I think, a kid, I wanted to have like a retail, you know, um, a boutique. Yeah. yeah. Of me getting my hands into that space. Uh, and it's nice too, because I have plenty of things, again, that I'm holding inventory that I know that I'm going to use in my projects. So it works out. It's yeah. Where do you keep all your decor inventory? At my place. I have like a storage, um, a storage area downstairs. Like in your home? At my apartment building, but I have like a whole storage. Oh, nice. I was able to nab this storage closet situation that probably should belong to my downstairs neighbors, but I asked for it. Right. That's sweet. That's right. <laughs> Amazing. And okay, so how long do you think your projects, three rooms, I like to reference three. To me, I feel like typically I'm doing three, four rooms for most clients. That's pretty yeah. much the standard I find. Like every now and then it's a whole home, but um, which actually I want to talk to you about that actually. Um, how long would you say the whole process beginning to end would be? Like if I'm a client saying like, oh, like how long do you think it would take, you know, for us to be done? 12 weeks. Yeah. Which is three months. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. And okay. When, someone comes. When I was a newbie and I thought, and, but you yeah. know, I say that too, but, <laughs> but then I have told you I've had clients that come in. I've, I've literally gotten things done in, I don't know if I told you about that crazy project I did for that YouTube guy. Um, no, do tell a couple years ago. And it was right before Thanksgiving. He's a big YouTube kid. Um, I'm in the wrong industry. Should have been on YouTube. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I hear you. He want he has he you know these these YouTubers. I guess they make a, like a great deal of their money off of merch. They sell merchandise. So he we turned um, a 500 square foot dining space um, into like a retail boutique. Um, oh, and we wow. 
it was within like, it was a two and a half week turnaround from the time that we went in for the initial visit um, until the, the day that we were out of there. Um, so yeah, I've definitely worked with people before that I've got to just do it on the fly. Um, I don't know if that's just an LA thing, but it's balls to the wall crazy. And I don't know, there's, there's a different tempo to it that I almost kind of enjoy, like the madness, like just like yeah. I said, with two days in the photographer and there's something about the crazy that's like thrilling. Um, yeah. but of course it's less, uh, I enjoy being able to like really take my time to, and like choose pieces that I just absolutely love and yeah, down for the vintage stuff. But yeah, I mean like in that case scenario, I'm either having everything custom made, um, and like just begging my subcontractors, literally begging them to just get it done. Yeah. Uh, and then going and pulling from retail at like HD Buttercup or yeah. local showrooms. And that's the thing. Actually, I had somebody reach out to me. I'm bummed that I didn't get to do the consultation, but um, it was a bridal shop here in Toronto. And I don't know how she got my name. I can't remember, but um, ugh, they're, they're sh their dresses were freaking gorgeous. And I was just like, oh my God, this could be so amazing. But the turnaround they wanted was very intense. And I'm like, I can't, I'm not comfortable. Like, I think we should start with a consultation. Here's what I can do. Yeah. We can do a very intense consultation, set you up. And I wasn't going to, depending on what happened in the consultation, I might have been open to going power hard yeah. if I felt like it was realistic and, and depending on the client. But I was just, I was just like, you know, that's, they wanted it like ready to go by February 1st, a new bridal showroom. And I was just like, uh, you know, I think we should start with consultation. And then I ended up hearing they decided, they just replied saying they decided to go another direction, whatever that means. Either another designer said they could do it or they just said they'd do it on their own. I don't really know. But, um, but it's like, yeah, I would do something like that if it was the right project and the client knew that, well, if you need me to go hard, that you, there's, that comes at a price. Like, exactly. That you don't just get that. You don't get something very fast. Exactly. And very cheap. Right. <laughs> right. It's uh there, there is a fee, uh, <laughs> a rush fee incurred. There's a rush fee and it's like a lot of things have to align for that to even happen. And for sure for the right project, I would pull, pull out of the stops to make it happen. And I agree. Like that could be a super fun, exciting thing to do. Like as long as you know you're being again compensated how you like to be compensated and having you know i did a similar thing for an airbnb last may-ish and it was six units and basically i said this is how much you need for decor and art i basically was just giving them like i told them the paint colors and stuff and i was just like i'm just gonna have to shop though like you don't get to approve every like i'm gonna right. show up yeah. with a truck Yep. And, and they agreed. And then I, and they didn't hover over me. They just let me do it. Yeah. And it turned out That's awesome. Most of my clients have been like, I, like I said, I've had a few that have tried to like take over the reins. Yeah. I think, I really think for you, it's like, you have a very distinct aesthetic with like a very great core portfolio that really shows that. Thank you. So it doesn't surprise me that you have that. They trust me. And yeah, we talked about this last time. It's like, I feel like I'm to the point now where if you're hiring me, like you got to let me do my job. Yeah. Otherwise it's just a budding heads situation and it's not fun for anyone. No. It's such a creative, it's such a creative process. So it's, and you know, you hire someone to do a job, let them do their job. 
Exactly. Um, and most, most people that I work with are really great about that. And uh, yeah, I've worked really hard to like sort of, you know, define my aesthetic or my brand or whatever um, so that I can get to the point where people are hiring me and just letting me do my job. Yeah. Not that it's always going to happen and I'm, and I'm aware. Yeah. But that's incredible. Like to have that in such a short period of time, like that's really freaking awesome. Uh, when it comes to whole homes, right? When you do a whole home, do you tackle the entire home at once and present it all at once? Or do you like to phase it? Um, I would prefer to show all of, you know, the mood boards at the same time. Yeah. And, and everything that I'm doing is kind of cohesive anyway. So it just makes sense. And it's sort of, yeah, it's just easier for me to sort of, it's easier for me to think of a whole home than at once than, uh, separated. Cause I, I want it to flow. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. We probably talked about this before, but now I'm going to come back to this. I think you said you collect your design fees all up front, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. like if it's $12,000, you're just like, and they just email transfer that or something, but they, okay. Yeah. And no issue. If it, like, if it was something insane, which I can't wait <laughs> until yeah. that happens. Yeah. I can't wait until I get like a hundred thousand dollar design fee. Yeah. Um, then, you know, obviously I think we would set up some sort of payment, uh, arrangement. Um, yeah. but yeah, as it stands right now, you know, I, I'm not really making anything more than 25 grand on design fees. So typically the, yeah, they, everyone's paying up front. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, and then you were saying that you really, unless there's like a severe uh, scope creep, you're really just like that's I've quoted you 25, whatever grand, and you're going to do your best to just stay within that. And, and your kind of philosophy is like, I mean, philosophy is not probably the right word, but you're just like, if I screw myself and I feel like I've gone more hours then I just need to tighten up my straps next time and get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, just have totally. a with the, you know, I mean, I, I did have a client one time that I, I, I listed everything out, um, on an invoice and I sent it to her, um, regarding the text messaging that was out of control. Mm. Um, I'm not going to bill you for this, but I want you to see the value, uh, or, you know, my time spent on these, on these text messages. And it was like something like $3,000, um, that I <laughs> could have billed her just for, and I was breaking it into 15 minute increments, you know, I'm not, yeah sitting there billing hour, hour, hour. Um, it was just so, it just was reality check time. Yes. Like I have to, you have to know, like, this is, I can't operate this way. Yeah. Put it in an email. <laughs> yeah. And what did she, did she respond well to that? Um, you know, <laughs> she got the point and yeah. the text messages, uh, yeah, she got, we worked it out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's funny. That's true though. I do that kind of thing too. Like I just, I don't do texting for the most part. Like it's very rare at this point, but, um, so it's, it's like, okay, cool. I'm not going to bill you for this, but I'm going to have to, like, we need to yeah, need to know what's happening here. And now you've been warned. So if you're going to keep doing this, you are going to be billed. So yeah chill out lady again for the most part like it's not such of an issue um i have a client that right now there's a lot of text messaging going on but we're on such a time crunch and it's the holidays and 
yada yada. So again, it's like a it's a by project basis. But yeah, if it if it starts to become an issue, like I have to say something, otherwise I'm just gonna get angry. Yeah. Oh my god. I was talking about this to somebody else. It sucks to have these conversations. Like you're just like, oh my God, like I don't want to talk to this client about this situation. <sighs> and it's just like such anxiety. But then it's on the flip, it's like, well, I could just like keep avoiding it and having constant anxiety for days about this inevitable conversation that must happen. Or that or that invoice that I yeah, that invoice I am going to send. Like I have to have these conversations where with myself where I'm like, oh, I don't want to send that invoice. I don't want to send that invoice. But but it's like <laughs> I, I'm going to send it. So like I could just rip the bandit off and send it now and it's gonna suck. Or I could continue to have anxiety for five more days about it. And then still end up doing it anyway. So just freaking do it now. <laughs> or the same with the conversation or the stupid email. It's like. I, mean, I definitely, I'm in the same. I, 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 I hate it. I, but, it's yeah. hard. I agree. It's just hard. It's, it's, but you have, you just have to be able to communicate. <laughs> no. Constant work in progress. Yeah. What do you find is the hardest part of managing clients and whatnot? Like, that that's always kind of a struggle that you're like, Oh, well, definitely. If they, you know, start going crazy with sending me all these, anyone who wants to steer the ship, you know, like I understand it's your home. I get that, but I don't know. I, I feel like I, I hope that my clients are bringing me in because they <laughs> love what I do as a designer. Um, Budget, obviously, you know, it's never fun when you've got to go and say, look, we're going to need to consider putting a little bit more money into this um, if you want to really do it right. Yeah. Uh, that one. And Ugh. that's pretty much, I mean, I think it's just kind of those things. The control thing, which again, I don't run into too often. Uh, and then budget. But yeah. I just, budgets aren't fun anyways. I just... It would be so nice if there was just no budget ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to ask you? Um, oh, do you get then when you say, do you get clients who are like, oh, I saw this chair? Or that, and how is that like, how do you feel about that when you, when that happens? Like, oh, I mean, I'm open. So like, I'm open to it. Like if you, if there's something that you like or you're inspired by, I've even said to my clients, if you're out, shopping for clothes and you come across sorry um something that you like like you know or that inspires you um feel free to to let me know like i want them to have things in their home that they love and enjoy it's just when it becomes there's a difference between like sending um a ch i fell in love with this chair i really want this chair i really want this um certain sofa or whatever that's fine but when it becomes them trying to dictate every single item in a room, then why am, why am I here? Yeah. Yes. It is so, and it's, and yeah, I've had a, I think I told you about this already, but the client that I had to be like, no, like I did the consultation and I had to go, yeah. no, this lady will not relinquish control and, and right. yeah. you're just going to need to do it yourself. And your client expectations too of sort yeah. of, I mean, you just, I've just gotten much more comfortable even just this past year of, um, of being upfront about like what your budget's really going to get you. Yeah. And it's if you don't have the budget, so true. Yeah. revisit this in a year or something, or maybe we 
start with one room or whatever. I want to try to work with anyone um, because obviously I want to work because I like it because it's fun. <laughs> but like you have to be realistic, you know, and, 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 and then I, then it gets into an hour. So if, okay, this is a thing. Yes. Like, let's do the client. Thing. If a client is like sending you or saying, you know, I don't want to spend, oh, that's too expensive. Like if I want, you know, this look, but I don't want to spend that much money. Well, at, so, at some point, like you're going to spend as much money because I'm going to start really implementing my hours. If I'm yes. spending a thousand hours trying to find this, you know, sofa that <laughs> costs five yeah, dollars. Exactly. You can you can pay me two hundred times five hours to find you that. Yep. Or we can just we can get it, it done now. Yeah. Or you put it towards the item. And invest in on a good quality piece of furniture. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, they don't get that. Yeah, I have to explain that one yeah. pretty clearly at times. Well, yeah. and it's true, you're right, because a lot of the times we aren't always billing we're not like oh, i'm not gonna track that time proper or whatever Wait, i don't know what is that Ugh. i know i know and that's the thing it's like you, you just it, it, i've been thinking about this too things like there's a wood a flooring sample from the contractor i need to get in theory i should not drive there to get it it's not that far but i, I should in theory just send a courier bill 15 dollars like the yeah. 15 dollars to get the career to get it and then bill that out but i'm probably not going to do that my favorite thing <laughs> is ubering stuff now oh i like that i should try to do that i might do that i'll uber anything keys i ubered my credit card to my assistant recently oh my god that's hilarious so what do you do you just order an uber regular and you say but it do you have to, <laughs> and then you go to the thing you're like actually you're not picking me up you're done and i'm like this is your passenger and i just hand them an envelope or a that's hilarious and oh my god i would be scared that they might not do it but i guess you have all their information you can totally that's yeah that's i love that um I think that's another thing with managing expectations early on though. For me, I think I just need to make sure in the early conversations, consultations and stuff is saying, you know, once a month I'm going to bill out for any expenses. So for example, instead of me spending my time and you paying my hourly rate to go pick up a sample, yeah. I'm just going to send a courier, but you're going to get a $15. That's where exactly. has just come So in. I need, I'm going to make a note of that actually. Like I just, it's yeah, most of the time yeah. you just feel weird. Yeah. Like just, I just need to put it out there yeah. and explain it. So then you don't feel weird about doing it. Yeah. But instead I'm probably going to go there. I'm only going to be like, well, I was like, even though it was my time to get there and back, I don't always build the driving time. Of course. When I shop yeah. for clients, I normally do like wherever I get to, I don't pay, I don't charge for that time. But then whatever shopping happens, if I'm going store to store that whole time counts then. And then I don't, and then I, it just depends on the client too. But it's like, for shit like this, it's like, it's kind you, of part of it. Do you find that you're sourcing like so much of your furniture online? I do. Yes. But there's sometimes I just, sometimes I feel like I need to be in a certain showroom and seeing pieces that I just don't see the same way online or like they're in so deep in a website. I never saw it. But, yeah. but if I hit a showroom, I might see like a chair better or a couch that I, I just think couches always look like shit online. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I then mean, uh, something that you're saying, no, it depends. More important, but like a bed or a coffee yeah. table, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It depends. Like sometimes I might start online and say, well, I want to see it in person though, just yeah. so I want to get. 
So I might identify where I should go to confirm I feel good about, like not waste time going to a bunch of showrooms. Mm-hmm. But, but so, yeah, sometimes I'll just walk through a showroom and I'll just see things so differently than if I was looking at them online. And, and I just, I'm like, oh, I love that. Or, and I don't know. And I just take pictures and then I put it into like. I a, kind of have more stuff made. That's like my goal. I think this. Uh, yeah. Coming up in 2020, I want to just really hand off more stuff to be made. And I like uh, that. I mean, your the numbers are better there, obviously. Yeah. A round bed made. I'm so excited to see it. It's coming. You're having a what bed made? I had a round bed made. So I like it could be in a corner or something, or in the middle of the room. What do you mean a round bed? It's just like a giant 96 inch diameter round bed with a rounded headboard oh cool you had it made how do you find the people to make the things and do you get nervous the first time you work with somebody to make something for you uh yeah of course um i get so scared well i you know i love that's one part of this business that i love i joke around that i do it for sport like my i worked with this guy recently he's i'm starting to use him to do some wood stuff and he was like i have a feeling that this working relationship is going to be hell because I'm just sitting there like battling with him on the price of things. And he's like, you do this all day, don't you? And I'm like, Oh, I, honey, I do this for sport. <laughs> like, so what do you do? Kate? I'm the guy on the phone right now. And I say, yeah, that's going to be three grand. Show me I'm how like, you battle. You are crazy. I will come down there and kick your ass. <laughs> that's what you say. Like, sometimes. I love it. I definitely yeah, yeah. use charm. I right? use charm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all, it's all, you know, in good humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally, I get it. It's like you, you do it in a in a charming way, but you're still yeah. so if like you're not being rude. You're being charming. Say, how about yeah. two thousand? What's that? If you say three thousand, I'll say how about two thousand. I love it. I never like, do whatever that. we need to do. However long we need to sit there and go back and forth until we can meet. You know, at the in the middle or some. I mean, honestly, there's times I've literally begged. I'm not kidding when I say I've begged my subcontractors, please, 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 please. I, my client only has this much that I can spend on this thing. Um, but I have fun. That's like one of the most fun parts of the job for me, I think. Really? Like messing around and like joking and, and um, yeah, just go like going at it with my <laughs> contractors. That is hilarious. Um, <laughs> and or, okay, let's say your client's had shit ton of money and you're like that is a fair price would you still just because you're like i want to get something is there a little bit of like yeah, the chase I, of that? I mean a little bit yeah but i i also want obviously the people i'm working with to be compensated well too so i'm not yeah. i'm not trying to rip anyone off um but i am trying to get what i feel like is a fair price or if i'm literally just like at the at the mercy of my client's budget <laughs> which and, is, but you still you're like i want this so bad for them and i want to make it happen yeah i yeah. like that enthusiasm what can you do, can you do? yeah clients must super appreciate that I think i'm so. the worst at that i don't do that ever i feel guilt. Work, you know yeah yeah hate those budgets those pesky things Ugh, they get you freaking every time <laughs> the worst. um what else can i ask you i feel like that was thorough i enjoyed that and i'm so glad that we reconnected i was like oh no maybe she doesn't want to talk to me again no i'm so sorry I'm no sorry. no i'm sorry i wasn't trying to make you feel bad i'm just totally kidding it was just hard i know and it's like i was like it has happened this week because next week is like a sh- right i think next week is like the week of christmas am i crazy yeah. 
the 21st is Saturday. That's my birthday. So yeah. Is it really? Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Wow. Christmas birthday time. That's rough. Yeah. You know, what um, are you going to do it right? for 35 years? I'm used yeah. To it. Yeah, you're good. All right, remind everybody where they can follow you. Yay, okay, so uh, please follow me on Instagram, the old IG, at scout.modern. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Scout Modern. And where else am I? Pinterest, Scout Modern. Uh, scout Modern, Scout Modern, Scout Modern. And she's got a shop. You can check out some I'm cute things. Shop. Yeah, oh, this is what I was going to ask you. I meant to ask you. Vintage stuff. So yeah. do you like just on the weekly try to hit up vintage places, even if you don't have a project that you need it just to get it and see, and do you just pick oh, shit up all the time? No. I wish. I wish that that was my life. I have a um, three and five year old. My daughter just turned five. Um, I wish that that was my life. That sounds so fun. Yeah. Um, when my kids are in school and they're more like self-sufficient, then maybe I will have that life. But uh, Etsy, I'm addicted. Like oh. I will say I hit up Etsy all the time because um and like vintage etsy shops you mean yeah vintage yeah. new stuff too um all kinds of things i've been a huge huge etsy shopper um since it like first launched i bought when i was married i bought my wedding dress off etsy oh really and and you do you go on etsy and just buy things you love yep and then go i will use this at some point absolutely mm, i like that i need to do that more yeah no, it's, it's like the money though that that stops me from being able to do that. Also, the my goal. It it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's like within reason too. You're not like 2,000 on a sofa yeah. or 2,000 yeah. on art. Hopefully, um, my goal this year though is I do I do like to hit up there's some this one uh, consignment vintage shop that I love, and I always get like really cute little like shelf styling stuff, and I just when I find stuff there, I'll pick it up and I'll just keep it until I need it. Yeah. But this yeah, year, we're all secret hoarders, aren't we? Yeah. Like, organized, organized hoarders, but exactly. But uh, this year, what I want to do is to make styling more palatable for myself because I love that. And a big thing was now I talked to you about it. I talked to another friend about it. Cause I will do, I was doing like three, four rooms uh -huh. Furniture installation, art installation, bedding, styling, all in one day. Why? I don't know. I was like, I want to do a full day reveal, and I just thought that I had uh -huh. to in my brain. I don't know, I but I don't. And the magic of the reveal. Yeah, I don't. But you know what? It kills me. It freaking kills For them to see it me. Along. Oh, you're saying those, those. That, that day. day and stuff. Of course. No, it it's murders me. Yeah. And, and then. Do you, do you, have you done that? Mostly because it's like, do you feel like clients come in and then they see stuff and then they start to be like, oh, but what about, I don't like this or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is that why you're doing so, it? Well, yes, but I also really like the reveal. Yes, because, well, I was doing it because there was a, before I was doing it, I was doing, I did a whole home where furniture trickled into their house and that was not the right client. Like, I'm sure that could have been fine with a specific client, but this specific client, that was a disastrous situation. And I, that was a problem, but I just started doing it because we all talk about the reveal, the reveal day, the reveal day, but moment reveal. And, and it is like really incredible, but I've realized that number one, it kills me and it's starting to make me hate it, which is not good when it's the, my favorite part of the, the, of what I do is like styling shelves perfectly and you know, this and that. Um, and 
I feel like if it is three, four rooms, like whatever, something was always being compromised where it was like the shelves were perfect, but then, you know, I didn't totally feel like I could have done a better job on that sideboard if I had had more time. And because you're rushing it and then, and then at that point, you got to get out of the house because the client has to come home at some point. Like I, I would be leaving at 7 p.m. back or... So what I would do is I would be potentially going back for straggler stuff, but I would be really trying to avoid it. But now I think what I am going to do is what you said. And I was talking to a friend. I asked her how long, how many days she takes for, she's like, I only do one room in a day. Like that's, that's the only time I ever do a whole day. And I was like, okay, I think I need to. Even one room. I don't know that I would do. I. Oh, that makes me feel so much better to hear me say that. On that same potentially if it's a small room but i don't know if there's open shelving though it's game over man yeah i want i need like some hours with the shelving yeah. i need the music cranking and i'm yeah. like it's a whole um it's like a dance party <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so okay so this is a big takeaway for me then was like breaking it up it's the furniture one day art the next day what i also like about the furniture one day art the next day is that some, I don't want my art installers showing up before I like, which is what I've been doing, but sometimes you want furniture in and go, you know, what balance is feeling off. I would actually like to move the couch a bit. Yeah. Then know that the art can go up, you know, like, yeah, of course. And then also the styling after that. Uh-huh. And so now I can make the styling, everything can just be shorter where I'm not like totally burning myself out. And then something gets compromised at the end. And also like, I could even be half pulling some stuff out, noting, okay, I need a couple more things. Yeah. Well, see, myself that's that time. I do too. And that's why I'm saying like, also my days are not always, it's not like consecutive, consecutive because I'm probably going to go home and look at all the pictures that I took after the furniture's in yeah. and mess over, over it all night. And like, you know, make a list of things I need to go run and grab from target, like down to like taper candles, you know, yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, or light bulbs is a big one. I light keep bulbs, forgetting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just put it on a list from now on, but um, yeah, those are the stupidest things. Yeah. So, okay, I, I just restarted painting, again. Uh, painting and like any electrical stuff, you know, ideally I would have that done first as well. Yeah. Obviously painting. Electrical sometimes is coming in same day as furniture. It really just all, it's so, it's such a, maybe I need to get more well-oiled no, I mean, this sounds great to me. And actually it's like opening my brain up a bit to be like, why are you forcing this into one day where you yeah. are actually hating it? Yeah, no, you don't And you're me. so burnt out that like, it literally feels like it takes days to recover and I can barely walk at the end of the day. So, um, when you say it doesn't always happen consecutively, like might it be like one day is furniture, then a week later it might be like, how, like what, what might the timing be like? What's worst case scenario timing? Worst case scenario timing is I'm would be at the client's house every day and I would be ready to. <laughs> but like you would do, because I think you said it's not always consecutive. So if you did furniture today, uh-huh. would you maybe be like, well, I'll be back next week. Or would, do you mean like three days from now? Or do you just, it depends on how prepared or. My schedule, just whatever. Yeah. And obviously when my people are available, like I, I have a project right now and she's not living there. This is the round bed situation. It's been so sporadic. Like she doesn't live there and I, you know, have the keys. So I'm in and out whenever I need to and whenever my guys are available. But like we have the mattress is already there. The bed's not coming. Like now we're going to have to move the mattress out of the room because I've got yeah. carpet coming in. Um, 
I don't even know, on the 23rd, actually, I'm basically working oh, up until Christmas. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I've got like this week, I've got a lighting installation on the 19th. Yeah. And I've got, you know, some stuff happening on Friday. So just whenever I need to bop over to somebody's house and knock something out is just sort of how I roll through it. Right. When you do the styling, sorry, and then I'm going to let you go. Uh, the styling piece, right, where you're doing, you know, pillows and surface decor, do you find that you're often like, okay, at the end of that, you're like, I have a couple pieces I want to come back with? Sometimes, but I try uh, less now because I try to get ahead of it more. Like, I will show up literally, and like I told you, I'll tell my assistant, go buy the store. Like, yeah, you have more than you need. Everything. Like, I would rather return you know, and if we are buying the store, like obviously then in that case, I'm probably returning a bunch of yeah. stuff, not storing the inventory. Um, but I would rather show up with way more than I'm ever going to use, uh, than have to like make a return trip. So yeah. I, I try to protect myself that way now. And again, you know, I'm, I'm obviously running everything through my business credit card. So I'm not, it's not like I'm like taking money out of my bank account to pay for these yeah. that, you know, and then if it takes me a few days to get to the return or whatever, like it's chill. It's fine. Yeah. Um, do you drive an SUV? I do. Okay. So basically because you're driving an SUV <laughs> that's how people with SUVs talk. I get it. Um, so you don't have to like, you don't have everything delivered. You just load your SUV. You and your As assistant. far as the accessories. Yeah. Cause that can be a yeah. lot, right? Yeah. Or sh I'll load down my, there's times I have her come, you know, I'll have to have my assistant come cause my car's so stuffed with stuff that I'm like, I need you to bring your car because yeah. we, we're still going. We're st I'm still loading. Yeah. I take so much stuff like yeah, same. way more art pillows, doodads. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the same way. I will buy like, if, if my budget's five grand, I'm normally buying like seven grand and then just cover your bases. Oh yeah. Cause I just never want to have to come back. You know, yeah. you're going to use accessories again. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Weird. I don't want accessories. That would be so weird. I know. I, well, what I was saying is I, the next year, my goal is to, I have like some trade only accessory, like books that I'm going through and I want to get in like, legit inventory of trade only accessories that I'm making money off of. What's the trade only accessory books? Show me. So here. yeah, I'll show you. Okay. Here. Hold on. I'm connected to my laptop. So bear right. with me here. I like your sweater. Oh, thanks. Hold on. Hold, hold. Such a cozy Canadian. Right. I just need your toque and we're set. Okay. Is this backwards for you? Oh yeah. 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 No, it's not backwards. I see it. It's Bloomingville. You've probably yeah. heard of it. Yes, for sure. And Creative Co-op. Okay. Oh, this Creative Co-op. Yeah, they're here in this, LA. This is me. Yeah, me starting. Like, literally, I don't... I'm, every they're page is tagged. Creative Co-op. They might be. Yeah, we, we found a rep locally that um, reps them. So, yeah, my goal is... I need those books. Yeah. She dropped them off. She was like, I'll be in your neighborhood and stuff. So she dropped them off. But, um, yeah, just like trays boxes like the like the key items yeah. that that if i don't have to shop or return as much like i still expect i would have to go and get like a couple core like specific things that maybe yeah. i don't have but whatever you know is your but yeah if i could invest like five grand or something in in some some yeah, yeah decor that just sits here 
that I then perpetually make money off of that Matt, then you need to have a little web shop then on your, on your, and that's the thing I was thinking too. I mean, for me, I don't, I just don't feel like I have enough. I don't think it's going to do much. Do you, do you actually ship stuff out? Much. I'm not going to retire off of this thing. No. Do time. you ship stuff out from your home then? Is that how you do it? Yeah. Well, yeah. From the post office. Right, right, right. And you just basically say like, is it, you tell them it's this amount of shipping every time or you just say, well, you'll, I'll tell you what shipping is when. Whatever it is on the website. Yeah. I, don't, I had my, my uh, assistant in my I remember. Madison. Yeah. My Madison. What's her name? What's her name? Madison, remember? I'm pretty sure she just designed a designer friend's logo. Yes, I think she did. Um, Jody Owen. Yes, I saw that. Yes, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Hi, Jody Owen. I thought I t yeah, I love it. It looks great. I I was like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because uh, Jody did uh, reach out to me to say when she listened to our podcast, either she was already working with her or she had been start was going to start because of the podcast. But I think she She's already so had. Great. She's yeah. So great. So her and Kate uh, really are responsible for getting the shop off the ground because it's something I struggled with trying to do for, I don't know, maybe a year and literally Good for you. Yeah. no progress. So I'm like, yeah. why am I, this is never going to get done. Like, so let me just, let me, you guys handle this and like, ask me if, if, if you need anything, let me know. But otherwise I don't really want to be involved besides finding cute stuff that I want on there. Yeah. That's You're so good part. to delegate. That's where my Etsy comes. I'm delegating is my new favorite thing. It oh my God. My Was it hard at thing. first? Yeah, I told you. I didn't. I didn't know how to delegate until after I worked with um, Anastasia at the at a Identity at, Collective. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I, delegating was not a. It's a control freak. I'm a yeah controller. Um, so that really taught me that like, if you find people that get it, they get it, and you can trust. Yeah, them. if you find, and I'm sure, don't try to be cheap about it. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot further along. And yeah. yeah, I mean, at some point you have to delegate. I mean, there's just not enough time in the day. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes me feel good and excited that once I start doing it, it'll be like this like easier thing as I keep going. Cause it yeah. is hard. Was it hard for you to be like, Hey, go buy accessories assistant? No. At first? No, absolutely not. What, how are you going to go wrong going to target or CB2? You know, literally just That's buy, true. buy everything and we'll, I'll sort it out. <laughs> I'll use what I'm going to use and what I don't use is not going to get used. And then it's fine. We're fine. I Maybe love I'll it. I thing or two for myself. Cause it's, you know, the that's my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite is that after my reto, we were broke, but I had a bunch of inventory <laughs> in my basement that I was able to style my shelves with. <laughs> and that was a beautiful thing. And I felt like I wasn't out any money. Actually those shelves, I think Dave and I joked that those are gonna be like revolving inventory of like, yeah. Maybe tomorrow will be something else. Totally. Who can know? I mean, I have, I same thing. I have, yeah. My, it's basically a showroom in my apartment. Yeah. Everything's for sale at any. Yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right, lady, you're awesome. Thank you so much for connecting. And happy birthday first, and then Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holiday, and yeah. we'll chat on, on Insta. Absolutely, and we're gonna do part three. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, another one with Ashley Scott, who is a fave. Um, she got lots of amazing feedback last time she was on. And I really freaking love talking to people because it's just like, 
my mind is open. I love how she does installation day. It's three days. She breaks it up. And I don't know why I was so fixated on it needing to be a one day reveal and then just like killing myself to get there. And truth be told, feeling like some of the elements in the room, there was always like a, an area I felt was perfect because I had spent a bunch of time there, but then I just had to rush to get through and get out. And I just always kind of felt like, oof, I don't think it's as perfect as it could be. And I just go home barely able to walk. So it's so good to talk to people and just open your mind. It's just for whatever reason, we often get into this place where we assume a certain thing and it doesn't have to be that way. So guys, there is no Real Talk rant this week, mostly because I'm a little behind schedule and I don't have any submissions for it and I don't have any on the top of my mind. And I feel like a rant needs to be from the core, from the heart and from the real passion, la passion. You remember that from Dexter? Dexter? I feel like I that was very lispy. Anyway, so guys, I want to remind you that if you have a Real Talk rant, you should send it to admin at michellebennett.com. You can type it out. You can record it and send it. Either way, I will accept it and I will be ever grateful. So please do that. If you want to follow along my journey on a deeper level, Okay, that sounded weird. <laughs> it's not that deep. But uh, you can go to Facebook and join the Facebook group, Real Talk Design. Just search for Real Talk Design in Facebook and answer the questions, please. And then you will be accepted into the group. And of course, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do that. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you left a review. I know I ask for it every time, but it really does help, guys. It helps so much, I promise you. The more reviews I have, the quicker I can get Shay McGee and Amber Luce on this podcast. So help me, help me help you. In the words of Jerry Maguire, you know? Anyways, guys, that's all I've got. Talk to you later. Bye. Help me. Help me, Rod. Help me. Help you. Help me. Me.